Welcome back to Invited In. This is a podcast that connects the global family of Samaritan's Purse. I'm your host, Christy Graham, and I hope you're having a great summer. Uh, I don't know about you, but for me, summer is a break. It is a break from driving to school and to sports and activities. And I know for us, we love to have more family dinners and just more margin. It's it's a time to choose what you let in and the trips that you take. And I know for my family, we love just spontaneous movie nights and sleeping in and taking it easier than normal during the school year. Uh, but it can also be exhausting. And so I don't know how you're feeling today. I know I it's a it's a juggling act. Some days I'm so exhausted. My head hurts from the lack of peace and quiet. I'm trying to balance work and enjoy my time with my kids. And um, so I know for me, this episode was timely. It was a perfect reminder to be intentional and to be present in the season that I'm in. I, I love season changes. And as summer comes, I love the way that it shakes you up personally, professionally, and spiritually. Um, and so today, we want to challenge you to be intentional. Back in February, I talked to Ron and Susan Wilcox, and we talked about how they stay grounded in marriage and in ministry. Ron serves as the Chief Operating Officer of Samaritan's Purse. Uh, I love the way that he initially came as an auditor for the ministry, but the Lord led him into this role of leadership. And Susan also leads the Samaritan's Purse Family Support Ministry. She is known as the CHO or the Chief Hugging Officer. She loves and encourages the staff and the family within the ministry. The Wilcoxes both lead and love the staff and families as a team. And so I know you'll be encouraged uh, by so many of their different reflections, both personally and professionally, over the past 18 years that they've been with Samaritan's Purse. We've been married 47, be 48 in May. Mm -hmm. And... uh, and then we have Samaritan's Purse into March. We'll be wrapping up 18 years. Wow. And so, yeah, so almost 18 years of ministry full-time, but mm-hmm. I know even prior, you were involved in ministry, your right. whole marriage. Mm-hmm. I right. mean, with, whether it was high school ministry, you know, you, right. you've just always been in ministry. Mm-hmm. But vocationally, you've mm-hmm. been in ministry 17 years. So I want to talk about how, you know, the Lord has taught you how to lead in ministry. So maybe, Ron, to start, you know, how have you grown to lead and encourage the staff, you know, and how has the Lord even sharpened and changed you over the years? Mm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. The uh, I think part of it's age and then, and then mm. looking at my mentors, mm-hmm. looking at people that uh, led in a godly manner that have been successful in it. Um, obviously, Dick Capon was probably my main one. He, As we've shared before, he hired me uh out of college and worked with him for years. And then he was instrumental in me getting here, but just seeing how he committed his whole life to the Lord and was led in all facets of it. Uh, how he always brought biblical uh, concept, you know, biblical truths into the business world. I saw him in that in the public accounting sector and I saw him in, in the ministry side. So, you know, find somebody that that is doing it, doing it the right way and, and follow that lead. Another one we've had um, is... Uh, with the lead like Jesus, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. that was uh, Ken Blanchard. Mm-hmm. Uh, early in my ministry here, uh, we attended a conference that he was part of, and uh, it had a tremendous impact. But it was about his focus was on servant leadership, mm-hmm. and so I tried to uh, model that, uh, not be about position or mm-hmm. power, 
but again, just being obedient to leading the Holy Spirit, and then uh, again, serving others as Christ, you know, Christ set the example, especially when he washed the disciples' feet. Mm-hmm. So it's following that, you'll humble yourselves and, and just be open to the, what the Holy Spirit says to do. Mm-hmm. But again, it was, I was blessed by, by having some strong mentors and mm-hmm. uh, examples that were led before me. Mm-hmm. Phyllis Payne's been another one as I look at Phyllis, you know, here specifically, mm-hmm. uh, how she's modeled leadership and uh and integrity, Merrill Littlejohn. I mean, so many across the board, but uh, th- they've all impacted me. But you know, most principally, probably uh, Dick Capen. Mm-hmm. And how have you watched Susan over the years? You know, just his, even the Lord, sharpen and refine him as a leader. And your your roles have changed, and things have changed. But it seems like you both have stayed authentic to who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, who God's called you to be, but also allowed Him to refine you. Mm-hmm. So, how have you even watched Him? change and sharpen, and how have you stayed a supportive helpmeet to allow him to do that? I want to put a plug in really quick for the Holy Spirit, Mm -hmm. because I didn't know what you were going to ask, but he'd already had me recall just the thing you've asked me. Oh, that's neat. Yeah, we did not plan this. (laughs) Uh -uh. And for me, he's had a servant heart ever since I met him in high school. Hmm. I fell in love with him the very first date. I didn't tell him that. You didn't tell me that. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't tell you that. But anyway, he's always had that kind of a heart. And um, Ron graduated second in his high school class, and he could, you know, he could brag on that. There were three. There were three. (laughs) (laughs) Kidding, kidding, kidding. But anyway, uh, he's the brains of the bunch. That's what I always say when we go on the field, when he was the accountant. He's the brains of the bunch. But yet, he never was prideful about that. Mm. And um, I admired that in him. Our whole married life, he could say, how smart or how, look at me. He's never done that. He's always put me and our family first. Mm. Even after tax season, he always had, he could be, he was exhausted, Mm -hmm. but he had time for us. And we'd go have fun after tax season. When he started his internal auditor, again, I just watched how God, through the years, was forming, getting him ready. And we've said before, our life is a bunch of dots. Mm -hmm. But now getting older, and we're looking back, Mm -hmm. we're seeing how God has connected those dots. At the time, it may not have made sense, but now it does. And so when he was internal auditor, and I watched him go on the field— He even had to share with me, Susan, I don't know that you can travel with me overseas because of being high maintenance. And so you tell a strong-willed woman, high maintenance, it's like, okay, Mm -hmm. I'll show you. But he led by example. Mm -hmm. And he said, Susan, when we go in the field, we're not going to be served. We're going to serve. Mm -hmm. And that's what I saw, how he lived that out as internal auditor. And I just, he loves people. And as I shared the other day, when we were youth leaders, we were youth leaders for 18 years. And even as parenting, I would vote him the favorite parent because I love what I see in him. Mm -hmm. And so the Lord is transforming me as I've watched my husband. But we were also called here. Mm -hmm. And that's what we shared, even the first podcast Mm -hmm. we did together. God calls the whole. He doesn't just call part, the whole. And so we've felt together, but we have felt together ever ever really since our first date. Hmm. It was just that easy. We just were friends, hmm. and it's just gotten sweeter 
mm-hmm. as the years go by. And now we get to look back. Mm-hmm. And that's what it reminds me of Dick and Jean. Because we watch Dick and Jean reflect and see what God had done, continued to do. Mm-hmm. But again, I praise the Lord for my husband. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I love that. And I love how you said that connecting the dots, because I'm, a, I'm in Exodus right now, and, and both Joseph and Moses, their stories didn't go the way they had planned. You know, they wouldn't have written their story, mm-hmm. but God used the hard you know, the mm-hmm. the growing up in the palace, the being in the wilderness, being a shepherd, you know, being in prison, all the things, he used it mm-hmm. for his good and for his glory Amen. to accomplish his purposes. Amen. And I think you're right. We do need to be able to say, this had a piece, mm-hmm. you know, even the hard, the good, the things that we didn't want. So I love how you say that. So looking back, what would you even say to newly married or maybe people that are single looking for a spouse? Um or, you know, in the throes of parenting, now that you can look back, mm-hmm. what would you wish you would have known, you know, about serving in ministry and in marriage? Um, mm-hmm. Maybe what would you say to people, even practices that you didn't even know you developed early on mm-hmm. that you're thankful you did? Or mm-hmm. do you wish you would have had some practices? Or <laughs> how do you guys stay connected and, and supportive in the good and the hard? You have to be intentional. Mm-hmm. It doesn't just happen. Exactly. Exactly. We've had to take the time. I get you get busy. Uh, I come home at night. I've used my ten thousand words <laughs> and uh, ready to sit down and and uh, be silent. But again, you've got to be intentional mm-hmm. with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's good about reminding me on that. <laughs> but uh, uh, you need me <laughs> again. I, I, I think again. I think the power of the Holy Spirit. Uh, uh, God's you know made us one and. Uh, I look for you know look to serve her needs and she does my needs and so we try to be you know we but we have to be intentional we can get trapped we can get mm-hmm. sucked in and uh, and you get about your you know get about yourself you're weary you're tired uh, you put up with kids we've gone through the with the kids you know raising the kids and even involved with the grandkids now but uh, you get weary but again it's it's got to be intentional. And uh, she'll remind me. She's good about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, she'll remind me and call my attention to it and quickly draw me back in. But uh, against that commitment, we've, you know, we've looked at as we've tried to be even more intentional. Uh, again, followed models that we've had. We keep saying Dick and Jean Capen, but again, we saw them uh, when we go down and uh, spend weekends with them. And every night they close, you know, uh, before they went to bed, they had devotion and prayer time. And so we haven't been as faithful. We have our times. You know, we, every morning, we have the prayer time with you know, over the family and the prayer needs we have. And then usually you know, some great discussions during the middle of the night. We both wake up and, mm-hmm. and share them. But trying to get more intentional with having the uh, a devotional at the end of the day and wrapping it up that way and just mm-hmm. uh, you know thanking the Lord for His protection. But I think... Uh, Again, it's 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 putting others above yourself, mm-hmm. and I think that's that's what we see. It's it's easy to get you know you're, we're busy. We we pour it all out here at, at work, and uh, but it's you've got to be intentional and 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 have that time and, and bring that home to your wife. And this was a book that our daughter recommended to us. And Jessica's good about tell them what the book is. To, oh, oh yeah. sorry. So yeah, I was gonna say you, Susan has a stack of books. You know, people can't see it, but she bought it because we yeah, I asked. You know, what are some obviously the Bible? You know, I love mm-hmm. James Amen. one that says humbly receive mm-hmm. the implant, the word that mm-hmm. is implanted and will save your soul. I mean, mm-hmm. God's word is obviously number one, mm-hmm. but books mm-hmm. and can also help. And mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys read them together, but yeah, she has a stack of books. So the first one is choosing rest. Mm-hmm. Why did that one mean so much to you? She'll read the books and tell me to read them. So it goes that do way. Do you actually read them? Because Edward's I not do. a reader. And I do. sometimes I'll I have do. to just 
No. He even Summarized. read Redeeming Love years ago. Oh, wow. Years ago when he was heading to Africa, I think. Yeah, yeah. And I said, oh, Ron, you must read this book. And you did. And you I had three it. weeks at the, in the guest house in Nairobi, so I don't know how much else to do. But no, it was good. It was good. It was a good was book. Good. But anyway, this one's called Choosing Rest by Sally Breedlove, I guess. Mm-hmm. But our Jessica reminds us over because she watches, our children watch us, and they know how busy and but she'll she'll ask us to be intentional when will you have time for each other mm-hmm. and it's easy when we go on something for Samaritan's purse to think oh we're getting away Samaritan's purse but mm-hmm. she'll remind us no just between just you two mm-hmm. and the lord mm-hmm. and so um she's good at she nudges as well and so uh, but again it's learning to be intentional. And I like this from Dallas Willard. You must ruthlessly eliminate hurry mm-hmm. from your life. So again, it's something you have to work at. It doesn't just happen. Mm-hmm. And I believe the enemy of our, of our souls intentionally doesn't want us to spend one-on-one time with each other or together with the Lord mm-hmm. because he knows we're going to draw strength, power, encouragement with with their time together. So he's going to do everything in his power to keep us busy and and no time, especially for him. Mm-hmm. But, oh, yes, the joy of spending time together and with him. And even as we were raising our children, we took the time. We were intentional with that. Uh, we would have our getaways. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I was on school board for a number of years back in our community. And then we'd have our annual uh, convention in Chicago every year mm-hmm. for about four days. And we'd, you know, we'd get, her, par- her parents would watch our kids. And we, but it was that time to get away that, you know, and have that time because you get, you get wrapped up. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, then you get, at the end of the time, your kids are out of the house and who are you? Mm-hmm. But uh, exactly. it's got to be intentional to, do, you know, to, to uh, keep that going throughout. So we, we were, again, the Lord blessed and provided ways to do that, but we were intentional about having that time away for ourselves. And mentors used to pour into us as well. What will you have left when the children are gone? Mm-hmm. If you have not kept this together. Mm-hmm. And so when our children left, Ron was thrilled. <laughs> Don't tell our kids that. But Ron <laughs> they know <was> now. <laughs> Ron was thrilled. It was a little harder for me. I think a mother's always a mother. I don't think you ever lose that tug at mm-hmm. your heart. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, but again, to invest in each other, that you're yeah. going to have have that investment later on yeah. because you took the time. And I love how you said that. I mean, that book, Choosing Rest. I mean, there's action involved. Choosing, and then when Mm -hmm. you give that quote, ruthlessly eliminate, like it's a choice. You you have to fight that current Mm because naturally, you're right, gravity or just Mm -hmm. life. I I know I told Edward the other day, I feel like we live in a life of (laughs) whack-a-mole, you know? And (laughs) there's always something urgent popping up. There's With work, with the kids, there's always something that'll keep us apart. And unless we choose to just walk away from the game for a minute, Mm -hmm. you know, and focus on each other, uh, it won't happen. No. It won't happen by itself. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, it so, will not. Um, so over the years, you know, I know God has probably surprised you uh, and, and, and in good ways, you know, and over the years of being at Samaritan's Purse, 17 years you've been here, almost 18, you know, you, the ministry has grown. The Lord mm-hmm. has expanded. And even now, you know, buildings and, and it's expanding. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure that's exciting. And God mm-hmm. has surprised you. How, yeah, how has he surprised you in the, the growth of the ministry? But and how have you, or I guess, what are you excited for, for the ministry and what's mm-hmm. to come? Mm-hmm. I stand amazed. I think, and as we meet with Franklin, the leadership, it's it's all focused back on God's 
a blessing to us. And his faithfulness, we're, we're focused on getting that gospel proclamation out. Mm-hmm. And that's why I share each month as I talk to the new hires at orientation, um, as long as we keep that as our focus about mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, about the kingdom purpose, Samaritan's purpose, mm-hmm. I, I truly believe God will keep his hand a blessing mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. You know where Franklin is, you know where, where, what his message is going to be. And and that's why I strive with the leadership that we, we need to be you know faithful and follow that in all we do, whether it's disaster US disaster relief, international work, Operation Christmas Child, it's that intentionality on the on the gospel message, the gospel proclamation. Mm-hmm. And I feel with all my heart that as long as we continue to do that, God will continue to increase our territory. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's gone a little fast, a little furious. <laughs> uh, it's amazing to see, but uh Again, uh, we, we we give all the honor and glory to God, but it's that I think we're you know Franklin saw that from his father. He's modeled that, and uh, that's what we tell you know what we emphasize you know for for all levels uh, of leadership or no matter what role. It's about that gospel, that intentionality of the gospel proclamation. If we move away from that, if we have mission drift, mm-hmm. we'll lose that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we'll be out of God's favor. And I love Franklin as he he was just sharing. We were talking with him this fall about you know again. Lord's bless us with tremendous amount of assets, and uh, he said, God, "I'm not, I'm not worried about that. God's got something big. There's something big coming up. We've got to be ready for, it, and God's providing us the resources to respond. And so that that excites me. What's mm-hmm. what? What do we have, God? What have you got for us? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just been amazing to see. I mean, you know, you look back even the last two years, a lot of ministries are hurting. We had our two biggest years, twenty and twenty twenty and twenty twenty one, have our, been our biggest years financially ever." Because we were faithful on on the work that God called us to do, go in the hard places where nobody would go, meet the needs with that, and and it's been amazing to see and and people have responded as the Holy Spirit's prompted them. But it's that it's that intentionality on the on the kingdom. Mm-hmm. And I love, as you said that, you know, and as you said, he's such a servant. You know, I see from my perspective, you know, your leadership style. Yes, you want to love and minister to who we're serving. Mm-hmm. But you also love and minister to those that are serving, so mm-hmm. the staff Amen. and the families. Mm-hmm. You know, why is that such a priority, and, and how do you, I guess, how is the Lord even, help, you know, I think you both spur one another on. Mm-hmm. And so you do do ministry together. Mm-hmm. It's not on a day-to-day, but, but you do. Mm-hmm. And why is that a priority, to love and serve the staff and their families? Because I've experienced that part mm-hmm. of loneliness not feeling apart. And when we came, we came together. And again, uh, we shared some of that in that first podcast. Mm -hmm. And again, that we were both called and we want to encourage everyone. And we like to call the Samaritan's Purse family. It's everybody, Mm -hmm. families, spouses, singles, it's everybody. And we are excited because of what God is doing we know the enemy of our soul. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want the message out. So it's like, how can we get in? How can I get in there and cause discouragement, division? And so by, if the family's healthy at home, mm-hmm. the ministry is going to be even right. more healthy. And we want even the children to know they're part of this eternal investment that is going on here at Samaritan's Purse. Mm-hmm. And we still stand amazed coming from Southern Illinois, a little rural community. And um, we're still amazed that we get to be here and get to be a part of this and um, all the talent that is here. Mm-hmm. And uh, But why, why is it so important? Again, I believe that for everyone to know 
They've been called here too, and they're part of this mm-hmm. invest, this eternal invest, investment. It isn't just a temporal thing. This is for eternity. Mm-hmm. And then just to see what God is doing, and we get to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. It's exciting, and it never grows old. And um, as we keep reflecting, it's like, wow, Lord. We heard the old saints say it, and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. But now it's like we get it. Looking back, mm-hmm. being part of kingdom work is wonderful, mm-hmm. heavenly. Mm-hmm. Hard sometimes? Mm-hmm. You betcha. But we choose joy. Mm-hmm. I guess just even in uh, you know ministry, uh, you mentioned, you know, you can get tugged, you can get weary. You know, how does the Lord revive you? And you, you mentioned you try to pray, read together. Mm-hmm. Do you have like a not a formula, but do you read through scripture together? Do you how do you, I guess, even seek the Lord together? It does. I think again with the reading, um, I may follow with her. You know, she she will go through a book and say, This is really great. And I've got a uh, couple of gentlemen, they're, uh, my accountability group that speak into me. And so we do a book, you know, we'll, we'll walk through a book together. And usually I go on what her recommendation is. And then we can share back, you know, then we can share and relate mm-hmm. to that, uh, having that. Um, I think the devotion we're doing now is, is uh, uh, from the Billy Graham Association. And just, you know, again, just a reflection on that. But it's the intentionality of, of sitting down and doing it together. Mm-hmm. And then just the the uh, the strengthening the bond that that gives us just, do it, you know, doing it together. Mm-hmm. And the Lord is amazing. A lot of times He gives us the same, well, we're, he, the same direction. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the same. When we talk about, we get words. Right now, ours this year, as we said, joy. Mm-hmm. And um, and for this past Christmas, it was remember. And it's like He, He just nav. The Holy Spirit navigates it. And it's fun to watch him. Um, I have my own individual time, but then we pray together in the mornings over, uh, I pray especially over him, and he prays over me, and our ch- we go through our children's names. And, and grandchildren. And grandchildren. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, we surrender, and that is one of our words, surrender, obedience, and trust when we came here. And I shared that at the first podcast, and I think mm-hmm. you shared that when you uh, shared in yours. And then since being here, the word choose. And then this year, uh, our December was a little different than usual. And the Holy Spirit prompted us to say, I choose joy. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we've been, that word is what we've been contemplating, thinking on. I love Sandy's got two words of joy there in her window as you come in World Med, and it's like joy just pops everywhere when we get our word. And and then we discuss, and like you said, in the middle of the night, uh, that's probably our best time, is about three to four in the morning. Mm-hmm. And um, and we hash some things out, talk things out. And um, again, how the Lord's been speaking to us through these different books and and God's word. And you'd ask that about God's word. Ron memorizes scripture, but not just a scripture. He does chapters. I'm fortunate to do a verse. Mm-hmm. And uh, But anyway, I watch that phone at night light up, and he puts it down, up and down. And I know he's going through that chapter that he's trying to memorize that chapter. And um, my challenge is to do better because it's easy for me to say, well, it's harder for me. He, he's just mm-hmm. that quick. and um, But God's Word, again, has to be the center, the focus, that we take God at His Word, no matter what. And um, 
And you asked, you know, what would we have done differently, Christy? I think looking back is that word surrender. A lot of times I told God how I wanted it and then bless me. Mm-hmm. But now I've learned just what you said a minute ago, not my will, mm-hmm. but thine be done. That's what I would have done different when I was younger, to learn to surrender sooner. Lord, not my, not what I want, mm-hmm. but what you want. And I just got to talk to our daughter-in-law the other day, and that's what I told her. You're, you want what he wants. But that's falling in love with him, and that's by spending time in the Word. You spend time with the lover of your soul, mm-hmm. and you go. he takes you deeper. And then that's what we, we wrote some those things out. We want to finish strong. Mm-hmm. What, what do we want to be remembered for? Our legacy, that we love the Lord our God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. And then we loved our neighbor as ourself. And so, you know, you you mentioned that you pray over each other each morning, which is really awesome and convicting. Um, or I need to get, but we need to get better about that. But how do you pray for the ministry together? You know, what are your prayers, you know, for Samaritan's Purse? And uh, how, you know, just how can we even listening, you know, as you know, I think more than most, you know, mm-hmm. about what's happening and what God's doing and um, what He's speaking to the leadership. So how can, how do you pray? How can we be praying for the ministry this next year? My, um my focus in, in each day is, is lift Franklin up. Mm-hmm. And again, for wisdom, discernment, understanding. Again, that he'll walk in obedience of the leading of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, for his health. And then I lift up uh, each of the leadership teams, all, all of our, um, mm-hmm. the, the vice presidents, the teams, you know, all that report to me, lifting those up by name. Mm-hmm. And again, uh, again, that they'll be led, they won't lean on their own understanding. But they'll follow the lead of the Holy Spirit and uh, be the leaders God's called them to be. So it's intentionality and, and call them out by name. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, we could talk forever, and I feel like I, this has turned into more of a popcorn, you know, just uh, question. But I guess I just want to give you guys the floor. You know, what is God teaching you? I mean, you've kind of shared throughout the conversation, but is there something currently the Lord's teaching? Because this is just a great— uh, you know, time where you guys can just share from your heart. So I just want you to have a little freedom to, you know, what is a message God's given you right now that maybe you want to pass on to family and staff as they hear? Because they don't get to hear from you like this very often. You know, it's... I think for me, Christy, it's being more intentional on the mentoring and uh, encouraging mm-hmm. um, and have take time uh, to do that, uh, not only my own family with my own uh, children, grandchildren, but for other, you know, others, uh, other staff. Again, as God uh, opens the doors, opens those opportunities. Again, I think it only takes one, uh, you know, one person to turn it or, you know, to, to turn it and, and get us off focus as we mm-hmm. talked about the mission drift. So it's being that intentional and mentoring and speaking in to those, that next, that next generation of leaders. Mm-hmm. So that I want to be more intentional that's what the Lord's laid on my heart to be more intentional with that. We've got uh, uh, a circle of men mm-hmm. that've been praying for that, and uh, several, you know, rising up to take on that challenge. So uh, we'd be bold enough and uh, and willing enough to uh, do that and invest in this uh, these younger mm-hmm. uh, leaders coming up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Where do I go? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Opening the floor to you. <laughs> this past season was remember, 
and the scriptures, Psalm 77, 11, and 12, and it says, I will remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will remember your miracles of long ago. I will meditate on your works and consider all your mighty deeds. And I guess, again, for this stage in life, it's like when we talked about this together, it's like may we remain soft and pliable in the potter's hand, moldable after his will. And many hymns had been coming across my mind, and but one of them was, Have thine own way, Lord. Have thine own way. Thou art the potter. I am the clay. Mold me and make me after thy will while I am waiting, yielded and still, that we will stop, reflect, remember, to be intention, be intentional about what he's called us to do, but always be moldable. You know, I don't want to be a grouchy, grumpy old person. I don't want you to be either. Okay. <laughs> I don't. And I just think, oh, Father, please, please, mm-hmm. may we stay in your word, allowing you to transform us continually into the image of your Son, mm-hmm. that we bear witness. We're image bearers. We're his ambassadors of his kingdom. And that as we get older, as the years keep going by, mm-hmm. I just pray that we get sweeter mm. in our spirit than we are today. That our children, grandchildren, those around us. I wrote down something. I think I, would, I always heard that Ruth made that comment, comment. May our lives make people thirsty for Jesus. Mm. And that's what I pray. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You've learned over the years how to—I I know I always think of, you know, Ruth, you know, how she— or not Ruth, uh, Esther, you mm-hmm. know, before mm-hmm. she went before the king, you know, there mm-hmm. was so much prayer, so much fasting. I mean, she even mm-hmm. put it off for a little while, you know, mm-hmm. because timing, timing mm-hmm. is everything. Mm-hmm. And so I think when we do have things that we need to address, because obviously your spouse sees the whole of you, yeah, you get the bad and the ugly, amen. which sometimes is is uh, is hard because <laughs> they know everything. Yes. And so, um, but that's a good thing that the Lord can and will use, but mm-hmm. Satan wants to mm-hmm. amen. push you against each other. Amen. So thank you for modeling it, but also sharing. Well, I can honestly say I love him more today than the day I— I may have already said that. That comes with brain fog and getting older, (laughs) doesn't it? But I love him more today than the day that I met him. Likewise, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think the word cherish comes into play. Mm -hmm. I look at those hands that I held from the beginning, (laughs) and it's like they still— We'd do it all over again, wouldn't we? We would. Yeah. That's what I think we all want, you know. But again, it, it doesn't just happen. Nope. And I think that's something I'm learning after nope. I mean, 17 years, how long we've been married. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's a choice, mm-hmm. a daily choice. Amen. And it, it takes work, yeah. like you said. I know. I think all the time of the, the salmon in Alaska, you know, how they are fighting against the current. And I think that's what we are as Christians, just Amen. anyway. We're, mm-hmm. we're fighting against a rapid current that wants to mm-hmm. knock us down, but especially in marriage. I mean, that is, Amen. the odds are against us. I mean, it says even in the beginning in Genesis, mm-hmm. marriages are cursed. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we want to rule over each other and there's always that conflict. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. without the Lord, it's, it's nearly impossible. Amen. So, mm-hmm. But thank you for modeling it. Thank you for leading um, just like Jesus and humbly. So anything else that you want to share? I just think it's just great to have a, a time to just hear your hearts a little deeper and just mm-hmm. to encourage the staff and 
families, but people that are looking for a spouse, you know, this is what you want to look for, are the qualities that are eternal. Mm-hmm. Even for the singles, grow not weary mm-hmm. in well-doing. For in due, se- due season you shall reap if you faint not. And again, surrender. Mm-hmm. Have thine own way, Lord. Sometimes we want to help him. That's my tendency and my temperament is to help him. Mm-hmm. You follow my, follow his lead. Mm-hmm. Allow him to have his way and he won't disappoint. I don't know what that looks like in the scheme of everything, but that's part of that. I surrender. Have thine own way, Lord. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope you were challenged and encouraged. I know I was. And like I said, this this conversation happened several months ago, uh, but we are finally uh, posting it now. And I think it's so timely and it really encouraged me, especially in this season of summer where um, you have a little more time. I, I want to be more intentional to be in the Word and be memorizing Scripture. And so I just want to read 1 Peter 1, 22 through 25. Uh, so our conversation made me think of this. It says, Since you have been purified yourselves by your obedience to the truth, so that you show yourselves by your obedience to the truth, so that you show sincere brotherly love for each other, from a pure heart, love one another constantly. Because you have been born again, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable, through the living and enduring Word of God. For all flesh is like grass, in all its glory like a flower of the grass. The grass withers and the flower falls, but the Word of the Lord endures forever. And this Word is the gospel that was proclaimed to you. And so I hope that you're encouraged today. I hope you are challenged and renewed in your faith. And I just want to let you know, we're going to be taking a break from the podcast in the month of July. We have a lot of team members that are going to be traveling for work and for personal, and we just thought it'd be a good time to just take a break and allow you guys some time to go back to previous episodes. And we are also uh, just praying and uh, working on some some other projects within the ministry that we are excited to tell you about um, in the fall. And so we will be back to let you know what that is. Uh, But until then, I hope you have a wonderful summer. Enjoy this um, sweet new season uh, to spend more time in God's Word and um, enjoy fellowship with one another. So thanks again for tuning in and God bless you.